0: Hey friend, welcome to On the Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi-six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of HypeU Media, and CEO of Danielle on the Daily Coaching. On the Daily Fam, I got a good interview for you today. I got my friend here. I got Tia in the house. Tia and I have known each other for a while, but for a long time, it was like through social media and through mutual friends. We both worked for SoulCycle and she was in Canada and she was like this. I remember the first time I like heard about you. It was through Daniela and she had posted something about you. And I was like, who is this girl? She is so cool. There is literally no one I know that can wear their hair like that and look as cool as she can. Like she is so rad, but like you are the epitome of just like embodied, beautiful, free movement. Like I feel like that is when I think of you, I think of this is the person that can teach you how to move your body in a way that feels good and can also like turn into manifestation and in all the things. So you can absolutely help me out here, but you are a fitness coach. You're a wellness coach. You work with women in like cycle syncing and like all the different things. You do so many, so many things so many things in the area of wellness. Um, and you are recent and you're about to launch your own brand and really take off in that area and move back home. And you just bought a new place. Like you're, you're up to it. So I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me
1: thank you for having me. It is, it's an honor to be here and just in space and connection and welcome to just, I think it's going to be a great episode.
0: I think so too. You are. And then the other side of that is like, you also came to me like what it was how many months ago now, like four months ago. And you're like, I want to join your mastermind. And I was like, okay. And so having you in the scale to six, which was launched with power, which is now scale to six, having you in that mastermind has just been a dream. And it's been really fun to like watch you kind of just like create and recreate and recreate and recreate recreate yourself over and over and over again. And like, it's been fun to watch that process evolve. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. Tell me what you're up to. Tell me what's going on in the life of Tia. That's a great question,
1: so much. So like you said, I I teach fitness and movement. Um, I like to categorize it as movement and then I do nutrition, but I call it nourishment. It's just, it's a subtly different perspective. And so I teach movement and I also am building a career transformation program and coaching business. And that is such a passion of mine and I'm also moving. So I currently am in Vancouver, British Columbia. And my family lives in the interior in a tiny town, like seven thousand people small, uh, based in the Rocky Mountains. It's called Kimberly, and so it it's it's been such a season. So I basically for years I was kind of hustle and grind and pushing, and started in Soul Cycle and I moved to Toronto and I taught you know sixteen to eighteen classes a week.
0: Absurd. I remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, bro, right. Oh, what is, but I will say it. It. It launched me into, like, when you do that many repetitions of something, your development is exponential. Like, you get on this path, and you soar. And so that took me until the pandemic, and then Cycle closed. The blessing of it, I was already pivoting to teach the class. And so I was already in teacher training. I was already going through it. And so I launched my career with the class in sort of February, 2021. And again, true to my style, like I come from an athletic background and I, when I pour myself into something like I eat, breathe, sleep, do it. I, uh, I love it. And this was the sort of awakening of my whole embodiment journey was I really learned the gift of embodying your emotions your feelings and the whole concept of metabolizing versus intellectualizing and so that's always my lens when i go to create a class and so again i was teaching 10 to 14 times for them so development again exponential rate and so i was like soaring up that they ended up closing their digital streaming studios last year and that and was that's Taryn me, really...
0: the class with Tar- from Taryn Toomey. Correct, Tumi. yeah, yeah. Which is so, such a cool, they... I took Taryn's class oh, it's amazing. when she came to Wanderlust in Hollywood to launch her Lululemon mm. line. That was the first mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. only time I've taken the class, but I mm-hmm. loved it. Like just the way that you breathe and the way that you move. And like, it was such a powerful, I mean, it was hard and I worked out hard that day. Also, though, like you said, it was such an, like, it was such a powerful, like, practice of embodiment, which I had Mm -hmm. done since my days of being a dancer. Well, and so that's the
1: thing, like, when I I think embodiment, like, it's a very buzzy word right now. And you can, like, people can throw it around, like mindset, like growth. And so, like, for me, true embodiment means, like, you have every single cell in your body activated and present and accounted for. Mm -hmm and it it it's almost as if the rest of the world slows down and so you can feel and move your way through whatever you're going through and it's and it's this whole thing and it's like when life hits us we can either brace or we can soften and flow through it and that's an embodied practice. that—that—that that, that is like being so tuned into your body, your breathing, your feeling and letting it flow, this like flow state. And so the class is basically designed to facilitate that process using movement, using music, using breath. And that really started to unlock this joy for movement within me. And this, it was like an aha moment. And I was like, oh, I'm good at this. Mm. Like I'm, I'm really good at this. And it's something that I can really offer and help people with.
0: And are you, cause when they close, that's when you kind of like took off and you're like, well, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to, I'm going to build this yeah. for myself now.
1: So I was gutted yeah. and I, I, I knew I was upset, but I didn't actually know how, how deep that grief well went. And I, the thing it is, I didn't stop to process it in the time because I was right away. Like there goes my finances pivot. And I and I and I spun hard and I worked hard and I started to build things, but I didn't process that. And so I went from working my butt off, trying to then like make ends meet to transition to hold me through that summer. To my dear friend opened her own spin studio. So I helped to build that and launch that and was teaching again. And then and then the grief finally came. And I was, I was not embodying, I was so far out of my body. I was so far out of my value set. I was so unaligned mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. And it like everything crashed. I got COVID for the first time. And then I got shingles four times in sequence.
0: Wow. Yeah. What do you think the like? because this is something I think about obviously losing my dad and I did the same thing you did. I was like, well, that happened. Okay. Move forward. Keep pressing on until like, it just hit me in the face and I had no choice but to grieve and like truly grieve. But what do you Mm -hmm. think the like correlation between like grief and true embodiment is like, what do you think that Mm -hmm. like correlation, like how deep do you think that correlation goes?
1: I, I, I honestly think they are, they are connected at inception. It's like you, Mm you, Because grief is so powerful, and it's it is a very freeing experience in my perception. Mm-hmm. Like when you truly grieve something, it is such a sign of honor and respect and compassion for your body, totally. And that's a place from which we birth so many beautiful things, yeah, and it's like i I knew it all up here, and I basically did all the things that I tell people not to do and I like did not take my own advice of course that's how so many coaches operate which is why we have coaches right yeah yeah and so I had to spin down and I had to like I was like okay well clearly there's a lot a lot here that is not in alignment with who I am and what I do and what I believe and so it was basically like this like unraveling unboxing and for one of the first times in my life, I couldn't use movement the way I normally did because normally my movement is like very energetic. Like I am, I I love big fiery movements and because of COVID and shingles and other things like I had to be soft. Mm. I was in this state of, I had to rejuvenate and rest and rebuild. And so it was adapting and using breath, using Sm- softer movements using music to then facilitate that embodiment practice to then find the root, find the root of that grief and that really f- big feeling. Yeah. And then start to work my way through that.
0: Yeah. And do you think that, mm-hmm. I mean, cause now this, this program that you're building is you're, you kind of have set out on this journey to like help fitness instructors really practice their own embodiment and like really build something that they want to build. and. Um, how has that like embodiment journey that you've, you know, that you thought you understood and then it was like a mirror for you and then you really finally understood it. Like, how is that playing a role in this, this program and this brand that you're building?
1: Great question. It's the first module. So it's, it's going to be like a 12, 12 month program, um, sort of self-led with options of then um, voice note coaching or one-on-one experiences. And then like a, a big sort of like retreat style vibe. So the first module that we do is embodiment. Yeah. Because, and we could weave it back to anything. Like when you are so aligned into who you are, you're so authentic alignment was my sort of like vision words for 2023. Mm -hmm. And I embodiment for me buckets underneath that. And so when you are truly in your power, as you say, in your magic, when you're in that space, it, it honestly doesn't matter what you do because you are so magnetic. You mm. are like on fire from the inside out and people gravitate towards that. Yeah. And so no matter if you're a yoga instructor, spin instructor, you only teach one day a week. You're interested in teaching fitness or facilitating movement. Embodiment is going to be the key that unlocks your success. And as mm. long as you always tap into that embodied practice, that's how you grow sustainably and that's how you can scale a career
2: mm-hmm. because
1: you're always coming back to that like centered, what do I feel? Where do I feel it? How can I best facilitate that?
0: Yeah. Do you think embodiment is a noun or more of a verb?
1: Ooh, fantastic question. I for me it is the state. It can be a verb, but I think of it as a noun because like embodiment, like feet in the ground, solid. It is. It is the subject.
0: Mm. Mm. I was asking that. I was like, I was wondering, because like, I feel like something embodiment, alignment, authentic. Mm. Those are words Mm -hmm. that people just like to say. And they're like, I'm embodied. I'm aligned. And then they put it on a shelf and like, just kind of like, look at it like it's a trophy. That's why I was like, it was feeling, but I like your definition of it. Look at a projector. Look at her. She's a projector that sees things in ways I that think. other people don't. So in my mind, there I was like, go. oh, so it's like more like a verb, as in it like it's the doing. Like it's something that you have to continuously do and practice. It is a practice. It is not a noun. But then here you come to be like, no, it is a noun because it's a state of being. It's the, it's the current. I mean, I think that's I think that's really beautiful. Where have Thank you, you. You've been like this you've been like moving and like trying to sell your place and like there's been a lot of oh, yeah. there's been a lot happening. yeah I mean your whole house is like being boxed up right now but that's been a huge process for you and have you noticed a shift like since you really started to you know when you were like really faced with grief in like a a big way and when you actually had to kind of face it like the mirror that it is has that informed your ability to hold capacity for this move and for the stress of selling a place and buying a place. Like has that have you has your capacity for that expanded through this through this experience?
1: Without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. it is, it ha, it it has transformed so much of my being and it feels like the biggest both awakening and homecoming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as soon as I made that decision, and I remember because it was when you you had just started lunch with power it was kind of within our first month. And that's when like things were like total rock bottom. And I was like, energetically, I am, I am misaligned in Vancouver, like the energetics of the city. I am not meant to be here. I need to make a change. My body's clearly telling me I I'm not my best self. When I go home, I am my best self. And so I was like, for me, that was it. And so I made that leap of faith. And I remember praying so hard through this entire season. And it's now like we 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 were trying to sell in Vancouver in february which if you've never been to Vancouver in february it is like the rainiest most gross time and i had to be patient and it was like 30 plus days on the market which is very rare for Vancouver right now and then all of a sudden within a span of a week we had multiple offers and the momentum was going and i found my dream home in Kimberley and it's this stunning townhouse it is triple the size I'm looking at the Rocky mountains. I am within moments to my family. The lifestyle is exactly where I want to plant my feet for this next chapter and grow my business. And it has allowed me to come back to that deepest, most like authentic who Tia is inside Mm. and, and now live that truth.
0: Yeah. To get to that truth. What lies have you had to overcome?
1: Oh, big ones. Um, that my success is only defined by numbers, that my success is is tied to a company, and I can only be successful if I'm working for a company and there's somebody's vision. The the recent one that I'm really working on within the skill of the six mastermind is authority and outright saying, like, I am I am an authority in fill in the blank. And those words out of my mouth, it's it was so like you, you asked a question, this, it was uh, the content that sells. So one of the days for the a homework that we have to do is like, come up with what were the authority for show up on social media in that regard. And I was like, well, I'm not an authority in anything. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> that was interesting.
0: Yeah. You have also been like learning a lot about your human design since you and I have been working together. Yes. How has like yeah. embodying and like truly understanding what it means to be a projector, how has that shifted and shaped this current state of your life context?
1: Beautifully, um, strategy uh, permission. So with projectors, like we are we see the world in a different way, and I've I've always known that perspective for myself is like I I always see things slightly different, and I've always said I take the scenic, I've taken the scenic route to life because I. See things and I want to go tackle them and like work over there and work over here. And I've also realized that small and efficient battery. So I get so much done in two to three hours and then I need a snack or a nap. And I probably need or a nap. Yeah. I need to go like sit outside on a park bench, listen to the birds. Yeah. And then I come back and I'm charged and I'm ready to go again. Or that might just be it for the day. Like I might, I might structure and like, I've started to structure my days and that I'm very much an early morning person. Like my chronotype, I am the under 10% of the population. That is like a true, like I'm up at 4.30 natural body alarm clock. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And like, I am on and I want to work. And then I want to get my work done by 9am. Yeah. And I can. And then I, and then I have the day to, to teach, to develop myself in other ways to paint, to to hike or to playlist or to build my own content and connect with my community. And mm-hmm. so learning about projectors also in the environments have been really interesting to learn about. Um, so my environment is a valley. So it was really important for me to be ground floor and to be also what's really interesting is Kimberly is nestled in a valley. Yeah. It is between the Rocky Mountains and the Purcell Mountains. And it's this great little valley, and I was like, ah, I see you, ding ding ding, yeah, ding ding, (laughs) and yeah, and just um, and my authority. So I'm a splenic authority,
0: which is like witchy vibes, like
2: yeah. Everybody
0: who's a a spleen, I'm always like, y'all, you have some sort of. It's either clairvoyance, it's mm -hmm. clairaudience, it's the ability to feel things that other people can't feel. It's like like a, a a weird intuition into like wellness and like the health of people and like the state of being of the population. Like it's always, there's always some sort of spiritual gift that's attached to a splenic authority or somebody with a defined spleen.
1: That resonates. And I'm I'm actually doing a study on spiritual gifts and I get like instinct. Like it, it's like a, it's like a little ping Mm -hmm. And it's like a little like I feel it's like it's my little fairy, it's my little angel, whatever you want to call. Like someone
0: sitting on your shoulder, right there. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's like when I walk into a room, I, I feel the energy in a very big way, Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I like suss out, and yeah, it's it's a very learning more about it, I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and it makes sense too, because you said like what your like, your go-to movement used to be was like big, fiery, epic movement, which is such a like, uh, it's a masculine way of being. And I know you and I have talked about this so much inside mm-hmm. of the mastermind, but it's such a masculine way of being. And I honestly feel like projectors more than any other type are the best at um, really finding a balance between, or a harmony, not necessarily a balance, but a harmony between their masculine and feminine energy body and, Mm -hmm. you know, letting, letting things just kind of unfold and you staying true to the authority that you have and not really trying to get people to understand, but instead just putting it out there that you Mm -hmm. are, skilled and you know what you're doing, that probably feels so much better in your body than like, come to my class, take this, do that, like show up, sold out, like trying to hustle to sell out classes. Like this way of being probably feels so much better in your body.
1: So much better. And I I remember when I first started SoulCycle, like baby Tia years ago, and like, that's how we grew classes. And there were some people that just naturally They were like, they hustled. And like, for them, like that energy was very authentic to them. It was never me asking somebody to come to my class with like nails on a chalkboard. And I was like, oh, that just feels so all types of wrong. I would rather start. And like, I always, I I always had the 930 time slot. And I feel it it was like my, my like blessing and my curse because 930s are really, really, really,
0: really hard to build. You're done with work by the time.
1: Because I'm done with work by that time, exactly. And so I would show up to teach, and like, kid you not, I have taught to like two people, I'd say three and under, more times than I have a sold out room. Yeah, however, the moment I realized that that was going to be my superpower, because I was going to give these three people, or two people, or one person, I would come ride right next to them. I would give them the most incredible experience and class and just authentically just let my energy, the music lead the class. And then they would be like, that was one of the best classes I've ever taken. I'm bringing my friend. And so it, w- it was this slow, like organic. And like, we it was like, we were like weaving together. Mm. And it was such a cool, and I did that in Toronto. I did that in Vancouver. Lo and behold, I'm going to be teaching 930 in Kimberly. <laughs>
0: Interesting. I wonder what that pattern yes. is.
1: Mm. Well, I think you might have just nailed it because I I am done my workday by then. So a five thirty class for me doesn't resonate. Five thirty, I am showered in my pajamas, eating dinner. I am in bed by seven thirty. Thank you very much.
0: One hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: Face mask on, like the whole routine of skincare. Oh, yeah. Is done. I literally,
0: I literally asked Brizzy, like, there was, I was like, it was like a serious ask. And she thought I was kidding. Like, I was like, can we have our wedding at like 9 a.m.? And she like laughed it off and like, we never talked about it again. And I was like, okay, I guess not. Oh, I guess not. No.
1: <laughs> but I would no, have. I am determined. Yeah. Like, I, whenever I do get married, like, I want like a brunch reception because then girl is done by 4 p.m.
0: <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You know what I'm yeah. thinking though, it's yeah. interesting that this mm-hmm. 930 is coming back up for you because now that mm-hmm. like, yes, you're going to be teaching and that's great, but like teaching, because you're going to be teaching a, a studio there, right? There's that studio, that new studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to be teaching mm-hmm. classes, but that's no longer your brand. That's no longer your business. That's your That gets to be your fun. And so how mm-hmm. cool is it that actually like your business building still gets to happen in that 430 to 9 a.m range. And then you can go to nine 30 yeah. and just have a good time. And it's not stressful. You're not trying to sell out your rooms. It literally just gets to be your creative expression and a movement, which is, I think like brings your embodiment full circle.
1: It, it bingo. You Like, and for me, that is my ideal, ideal day, ideal life. It is. That's what I'm designed. Like that's my life context. Mm-hmm. I get up, I build, I like my routine is the same. Like I make my decaf coffee. I light my candles. I have my Palo Santo. I do my meditation and then I get stuck into work. And then I am done and I have built and I have built what I need to build for my empire and grow it. And then I get to go and embody what I'm feeling that day. And I get to metabolize the things that, Oh, maybe that was lingering from that project that I kind of want to just let go of. And then I am done by 10, 30, 11. hmm
0: What do you what would you say to the person who like has a massive amount of guilt and is listening to this right now and being like, Oh, there's no way I could be done working by 9 a.m. because I would feel so guilty or people rely on me. Like what? Because I know you've struggled. This is something you struggled with. This is something that you've worked through. This is a lie that you used to have. So what would be your advice to that person who feels like, this all sounds great, but that's not that like I could never?
1: I would ask them. Where that voice and that sentence originates from, and to spend some real good time getting to the root of that and listening, and then realizing that that most likely, and i and I won't say definitely, but most likely isn't isn't there true. And you, when we don't honor our body or respect what our natural tendencies, gifts, context is, we are doing the greatest disservice to ourselves. We are doing the greatest disservice to our community. We are literally robbing the world of the gifts that we were given to offer. Mm-hmm. We are robbing that experience because we're not true to ourselves. Right. And so if you if you say like, oh, I, I could never get to the root of it, work your way through that, and ultimately you it's your life. Yeah. You get to decide. And that's one of the one of the best things you've worked with me on and taught me is that like, I get to design the context of my life. And the moment I started doing that, the moment I started like really honoring my natural flow, my pattern, my embodiment, how I set up my day, my gifts magnetized, my success magnetized, my life
0: magnetized. Yeah. Which is magnetism is the definition of embodiment. I love that. I mean, it is like being able to like magnetize Mm -hmm. people to your life context because of the way that you are just in a state of constant and perpetual being. Mm -hmm. That's beauty. I mean, that's, that's amazing. It's, and it's really interesting because like, obviously I'm getting where, I mean, we've already launched. It's, it's open to buy is my new program from zero to launch. And a mm-hmm. lot of it is, you know, it's like a 90 day business blueprint. And obviously a lot of the people within this mastermind are really like working on launching and scaling their own businesses. And I think there's this misconception when like, oh, I'm going to launch a brand. I'm going to launch a business. And everybody thinks it's just like, okay, I need strategy. Like give me like the step-by-step how to, how much of like, because obviously. We've done a lot of work with your brand over the last few months, and you're just now beginning to create the actual product, the actual program. But like the brand building and the business building you've been doing over the last few months has been huge. I mean, it's been really fun. I mean, as a coach, it's been really fun to watch you do it. But like how much of building a brand, which I mean, anybody who's heard this, you've heard me say, it's you're the brand and the business is an extension of your brand. So how much of building a brand and a business is strategy for you and how much of it has truly been like energy?
1: Instinct was nine to 10, like uh, in terms of like energy 90% and strategy 10%. And that is, it's, it's been such a beautiful journey to go through. And I think it's allowed me and like, I I think it's also just my life story. And again, life context is like the whole thing is energetics and embodiment. And so I really needed to get in my body, my journey. And I remember, I think it was like three weeks ago, I like stayed of chaos in the rest of my life. And I was like, okay, well I'm, I'm still building a brand, I'm still building a business. And I'm like, I, my energy was really low that week. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check in with myself. And it was my, kind of like embodiment for business. And so every day I basically, like I did all my morning routine and I sat down and I was like, okay, well, what do I feel? And where do I feel it? And I would kind of breathe into that and I would just let my body kind of move. I've got like a couple songs that I, if I ever need to just like kind of like flow, I'll just kind of put on. And then from that, I would realize what I needed to do for business that day. And some days it was creative, some days it was admin, some days it was like research, some days it was writing. And so I approached my business development from an embodied perspective
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it felt so aligned mm-hmm. and I got so much done di- again, collapsing time. I think like for me, that is one strategy, how to collapse time is use embodiment because when you are the subject in, in your being, in your presence, in your state, it doesn't matter what's around you or the chaos, you're. Productivity and I'm like air quoting if you want to call it that will be exponential because you're you're so aligned in your truth right there.
0: Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot too about like in order to to grow your business like you can't be in your business all the time like it's like a, a soldier in a trench like if they're in a trench they can't see what's coming where if they can remove themselves from it do you think you can like remove quote like remove yourself from your business while still being embodied in your business.
1: Hmm. Great question. Yeah. How so? You, It's like preserving the battery, preserving the life, preserving the energy. And so there's going to be points. As long as you, it comes from the place of like, I truly need this break, this rest, this recharge. That is still an embodiment practice. That mm-hmm. is still checking with your body, recognizing mm-hmm. what it needs, giving your business what it needs.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's still an embodied state because it came from that heart center, that truth, that alignment, that being inside. Mm-hmm. And so you're embodied, your business is embodied, and knowing that that space is gonna give yourself and your brand and your business like really fertile ground because it's nourished.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
1: going to renourish, you're going to recharge.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: again, that's where we wanna grow from. We don't wanna be growing from some like peaty, rocky, gross soil. No, that's dry. No. No, we want like really, like really rich soil. And that's what we're going to grow from.
0: Well, and it's, that's, I mean, how you, what we're doing with like your program that you're building out, Mm -hmm. this like 12 month program is like, you're going to pre-record some modules, which takes you out of the business because people are going to be able to like be taking this course while you're living your best life, wherever in the world you choose to be living it. And, Mm -hmm. but like your business is still running. And I think that is, I agree with you. I think that's actually the most embodied you can be because if you're constantly in it and everything that you're launching and everything that you're releasing, you have so much control over 99% of the time and you try to like control how people will receive your message. So you only do live trainings all the time. It's going to be really hard for you to actually stay embodied in your business because you're going to be so in it. I agree with you. I think actually like removing yourself from your business is actually the best way to stay embodied,
1: the best. and that that is like a pivotal aha moment. And it also it allows my identity to stay my like me, holy me, instead of my identity as my business. because for me, again, that's not embodied. That's not true. that that's chasing something outside of my body, outside of my truth, outside of my spirit, whereas, building something that I can pour into, that I can then in, hold space for others to come in, get bite-sized pieces, learn, grow. And then I get to stay recharged at my best. And again, when I'm at my best, when I am recharged, my gifts shine brighter as all of us do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I'm actually helping people because I am, I am at my best.
0: Totally. Absolutely. What you had mentioned your morning routine. What is your morning routine? Oh, I love the question.
1: Uh, so I naturally wake up anytime between four thirty and five. And no alarm clock. I no alarm clock.
0: That just happens.
1: That uh, just eyes are wide open, brain is functioning. I am like, we want breakfast. We are ready.
0: Wow. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually. I used to teach the 5 a.m. class for the class digitally Mm -hmm. and it was a piece of cake for me and like my students would be like girl you need to come with like a warning label because no human normally shows up at that hour of the day with that much energy I'm like this is my time Mm -hmm. so anyways wake up a glass of water and then decaf coffee I like light a few candles light my palo santo uh, I do, I have a prayer journal, meditate, read, all of that is anywhere between like, if I have time, I'll take like 30 minutes, um, sometimes 40, even if I have like a super early class, I will still go through that whole routine. Cause that's how, like, I feel like I enter the world. I'm like, I'm being birthed into my day.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I have breakfast usually by five 30 in the morning, which for most people, they're like, that is absurd. And I'm just, and, and I always, it's like everybody's body is their own unique body. And so you get to know the rhythm. What works for me isn't going to work for you. And that is a beautiful thing. Totally. And so I always have breakfast. Um, I'm usually fairly hungry. So like it's a, it's a substantial breakfast. And then I get right into work and I usually work, uh, I keep all my lights dim. And then I try to let just like whatever natural light comes through. And so that was a big part of my new home is to have a lot of windows, a lot of natural light. And so in the winter, it means more fires, more candles. In the summer, it means open up those curtains.
0: Yeah. In your human design, do you know your digestion?
1: Uh, Quiet.
0: Yeah. So your brain takes in information when it's quiet and peaceful. And when it's loud, oh my gosh, Tia, this makes so much sense. (laughs) You work when it's early. No one else is awake. The world is literally quiet. That's when you take in. That's why you eat early. That's why you eat when it's quiet out and like when it's dark and like moody because you, that's how your body digests food the best. That's how you work the best. You get all your work done before 9am, which is like before most people even start their work day and then Mm -hmm. loud, excited people, your brain actually shuts off. It's not taking in information anymore. It's like, unwinding. So you teaching a nine 30 class with people in like high energy, that's like a decompression for you. I feel like we, it's like the ding, 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 ding. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I love how we got to this. This is so fantastic.
0: I love how we got to, I mean, okay. So then piggybacking off of that, what's your life context? Mm-hmm. Like what is Tia's life context? What does it look like? How, what are we building? Cause I always say, I mean, if you're new to this show, the thing that you will always hear me say is build a brand around your life context. Don't ever compromise your life context for the brand and business that you're building. Build it around your life context. So what does Tia's life context look like?
1: We pretty much just articulated it. Like That is my dream day.
0: You're living your dream life and you're about to be in your dream place.
1: I know. And I'm just, it's 11 days, 11 days until I move. I'm so
0: excited and i'm excited for it, you it, i know that feeling thank you yeah yeah you you do you do i know that feeling like we were sitting out on our back patio last night looking out over the woods And when I was manifesting this, I never visualized it like specifically it was always, I just want to stand in my like backyard or like stand in my kitchen and like look out over the woods. And like, it was never really like, there were not a lot of details. It was just how that was going to feel and how my central nervous system was going to feel. And like last night we were sitting outside and we bought a fire pit. And we had the fire pit on and we're just sitting there on our back patio, like listening to birds and crickets. Cause it's like getting warmer mm-hmm. in Texas. So like the crickets are chirping and like all the the animals are coming back. And so you like hear that in the distance, you hear like, you know, the buzzing of things and, um, mm-hmm. you can see like deer by, beyond the fence. And we just like have, and the sun is setting and it looks so beautiful. We actually get sunrise in our backyard. So the sun setting in the front mm-hmm. of the house, but it makes the backyard just like this really beautiful glow. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And Brizzy looks at me and she goes, I feel like we're sitting at an Airbnb in the woods right now. And I'm like, I know. And she's like, but like, that's our bedroom. That's our bed through that window. Like this is our home. And I'm like, it's, it's crazy. So I feel that for you so deep. Like, I'm so excited to like, I, I'm excited that like, I, you're in a container of mine. So like, I'm actually going to get to like, see this happen in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good i mean and then you add your dream home on top of it in your dream town mm. near your family and then in a few months when you launch this program like mm-hmm. now you also are doing the work that you're here to do i i literally
1: feel like i am standing in front of like heaven's gates and they're just they're they it, it's like those like you, you picture like big gates coming open and the sunrise is coming up like i literally feel like i am on that edge, mm-hmm. and I am so friggin' grateful. Yeah, and I am so proud of myself for journeying through that transformation,
0: Which and being pretty. so true to myself. Like, it's not pretty when it's happening.
1: No, honestly, and like, like, and literally, not pretty. Like shingles, I'm telling you, all over. It's, it's like it looks like I had a leprosy. Like my skin's weeping. <laughs> Yeah. And so it like, and, and, and also literally shedding, like I yeah. was literally shedding my skin and now we have come full circle and we're, we're doing the embodied work, like the embodied life. Ooh.
0: Maybe that's the name that's of something you launch.
1: I think it, yeah, that, that was a, the that embodied was a, a life instinct, the embodied life. Maybe
0: that's a podcast.
1: I mean, Hey, I podcasts have been in, in the back of my mind for a while, so the embodied life. I think, I think we, we bookmark this.
0: You need to write that down <laughs> and then you need to go like, you know, I need to go and like now. trademark
1: it. So no one takes it. <laughs> I know. I need, I need to like put out, okay. So I'm a currently obsessed with woman by lane eight. If you haven't listened to it and if everybody listening hasn't listened to it, it is 10 minutes of like, turn it on, turn your lights off, light a candle, let your body move and breathe and then come circle back to me.
0: Okay. One of the things before I let you go, I would love to offer, and I'm totally putting you on the spot right now, but I know you and I know that you have 95 million playlists saved. Could we, for the listeners of this show, could I link a couple playlists based on like a couple different moods of the day?
1: 1000% yes.
0: Okay. Awesome. Send me like, give me these playlists and give me a couple notes of like when you should listen to this. I'm going to put this in our show notes. So if you're listening to this, go to our show notes and you can kind of like, I mean, this is the magic. Like I think this is the magic of you is like your ability to like put music to life and like, let it feel a certain way. And so, yeah, if you are listening to this and you want to have like a more embodied day, go click on one of these playlists based on your mood and watch Tia change your life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Take a breath, hands to heart, and then we're going to fly.
0: Yeah. Uh, I freaking love you. I'm just, I'm so grateful that you're in my space. I learned so much from you. I know you always say like how much you learn from me, but I learned so much from you all the time. And I'm so excited for this program that you're launching. I'm so excited for the people that you're going to work with. And um, I'm excited for this episode to come out because I think it's just going to add so much value to everybody. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. And I hope you have just the most beautiful day.
0: Yeah. And go follow Tia. Her The link to her Instagram is um, is going to be tagged in our show notes. So make sure you go and check it out. Great.
1: All right.
2: Beautiful. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye.